Talk Back Matters from the Salvos. Is it time for your beloved mum or dad or both to go into Retirement Village? William Crowley is the Operations Manager for Salvos Retirement Villages and he shares the snares to look for when transitioning and he dispels a few myths about Retirement Villages as well. Is it the fact that... um People want to enjoy their lives as long as they can. They just don't want to think that they have to go into a retirement service. Is that why there's such a delay? I think people think that a move to a retirement village um, brings on that ageing process or they have to accept that perhaps they're, they're not as agile as what they, they used to be. And many people are familiar with a nursing home and often make a, a very unfair comparison that a, a retirement village is not unlike a like a nursing home rather than a a vibrant community full of like-minded people. So what's it going to take to turn around that uh, image? I think the retirement sector has come a long way in the last 10 years where there's a great a great offering of of retirement villages and uh, many of those retirement villages offer that home and community care package as well. So we would like to think, certainly at the Salvation Army, that a move into one of our retirement villages might see you that being your, your final move. So if your care needs do deteriorate, um, a home and care package can can keep you well. And because of the design of our units, the, the chances of you tripping or falling or, or hurting yourself, and those are the things that often seize an unexpected trip to, to residential care, will never, will never eventuate. And most companies that do retirement villages, would you say that they all look at the same thing? They all looking at keeping keeping residents safe, looking at uh, looking at accessibility both to the units and within the units. So if you're on on a walker or a frame for a short time from rehabilitation, that you can actually get around. And of course, transport's a very big thing in in this day and age, certainly in Sydney. And if the village transport uh, is available, people, when they lose their licence, they've still got that transport, they've still got access to to all those things they enjoy um, in the community. Yeah. I've heard some horror stories about people in their old age who have bought a retirement village unit, and then when they've passed on, the children have found it very difficult to get the money back. Oh, it, it's a it's a very tricky minefield. Whilst it's protected by the Retirement Village Act, residents need to be very very careful in looking at what their agreements offer offer them when the unit is bought back. Who is responsible for the the reselling and for the uh, the re- renovations of the units? Whilst the Retirement Village Act has a a standard contract. Um, Residents really need to look closely at the the disclosure statements and the um, the general inquiry statements, which are which are legislative documents that allows every resident to literally lay out all their choices next to each other and see some information that correlates. Are there solicitors who specialise in that area? Yes, we always recommend that a that residents do seek legal advice. Whilst the agreements do seem simple to some, it's not your traditional real estate transaction. So we do encourage people to 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 ask their solicitor, have they dealt with retirement living contracts? Because they come in the form of a leasehold or a, or a license or maybe a, a residential tenancy lease. So there's there's numerous types of titles. So you 
residents really need to be beyond the ball for that one. We're talking to William Crowley about retirement villages, the myths and snares. Are you able to summarise each one of those? Yes, the uh, a residential tenancy agreement is not unlike a, a rental agreement that uh, you and I might rent a unit from, and so they are often offered to residents that can't afford to to purchase into into an agreement, uh, into into a unit. Sorry, and they um, pay a rent, and then they are protected by the Residential Tenancies Act. Whereas the other two major forms of agreement are a a loan licence, which is often offered by the not-for-profit um, organisations, where you don't actually own the property, but you have the right to access that property. Under that particular contract, a loan licence, the operator is um, obligated to refund the balance of the, the outgoing contribution to the estate or to the family should they move on within six months of that unit becoming vacant. And then you also have the leasehold agreements, which um, a lot of the private operators also offer, and they sometimes share some of the capital gain with the um, with the outgoing resident. But that contract does have the downside that if the unit isn't um, able to be sold, um, there is no guaranteed buyback period in the, in a leasehold agreement. Right. Which one would be the most favourable, do you think, for the family? I think um, a, a, a loan licence agreement is, is, is a simple agreement. It sets out the agreement, it sets out the resident obligations and the operator obligations, and it also um, has that guaranteed refund. And yeah. certainly at, um, at the Salvation Army, um, we actually even shorten that period. So if you do need a higher level of care and need to move into a residential care setting, we will refund that, um, your outgoing contribution against your RAD as soon as you become a permanent resident. So yeah. we, we don't wait for that six months. And that's often a, a real stress for families if they've got a, a unit worth a couple of hundred thousand um, that's not sold and not selling and or mum and dad's moved into a residential setting where a, a RAD could be anywhere from 300 to a million dollars. Yeah, wow. So, William, is there a general site where people can go to find out about the different aged care services, the different companies around Australia, and the vacancies that might exist? Um, each of the each of the states' um, Department of Fair Trading equivalent has has those brochures. Great. Or you can look at um, a number of websites, or Google up what you're what you're interested on on site, where there are a number of retirement specialists. Um, aged care sites and also My Aged Care, which is the government aged care site, will also um, show you where the residential settings are. Great. And is there one for the Salvos which shows vacancies as well? Uh, yes, our, our Salvos uh, aged care website uh, gives a rundown on all of our, our services and how you can contact us and, uh, come and, and come and have a look for yourself. That's William Crowley, Operations Manager for Salvos Retirement Villages.